listening? Are you 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 listening? This is Are You Listening with Noah Aaron. Hello and welcome to Are You Listening, the podcast where we talk about the music industry and its vast history. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Are You Listening Pod or our blog located at nAaron1227.wixsite.com forward slash mysite dash one. Got a really big show here this week. One of my near and dear friends and roommates, uh, Carter Ballstat, is joining me on the show today. Uh, Carter, you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Carter Ballstadt. I'm uh, from Gainesville, Georgia. I am a senior business major here at Piedmont, and I decided to come here um, for baseball. Um, Carter, just let's get it started right off the bat. What kind of genres of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen to old country, new country. Um, I've really grown on 70s, 80s rock, stuff like that. Yeah, us being roommates, I've definitely been around uh, your choice of music. I've gotten to uh, learn a lot about um, some older music um, based off of your preferences. Um, What's gotten you into that older style of music, like you said, that older rock and uh, some country? Um, Growing up, my dad had a bunch of records um, playing those older songs, um, you know, by Fleetwood Mac, Bob Seger, all of them. And then recently my my dad has been... uh, big into pinball machines and he just bought a kiss pinball machine and a guns and roses pinball machine so learning those uh that type of music has uh really grown on me in the last couple of years so you said he was playing records was he actually playing those vinyl records yeah they were vinyl rec- records just playing them in the house mm-hmm. see i grew up uh listening to some of those those older styles of music um i was i was listening to them on cds we didn't have a record player but um i've heard it's it's a little bit different listening to them on a record player yeah, in my opinion, they sound better. They sound more smooth. Um, you know, I, I think it's cooler listening to them on there. Yeah, definitely cooler. I know there are a lot of artists that uh, prefer it that way, um, prefer to listen to them themselves that way. Um, so this older style of rock, you mentioned Kiss, you mentioned Fleetwood Mac. So that's kind of kind of kind of be the '70s and '80s, some of that soft rock as well as some of that hard punk rock, like you mentioned with Kiss. Um, what do you know about uh, how that type of music was released What in the 70s or 80s or even early 90s? Um, you know, from what I heard, the concerts were pretty cool. Um, so my dad obviously went to a bunch of concerts. Uh, Kiss was his first concert when he was eight years old. And uh, so him telling me about these concerts, I really got uh, into, you know, listening to the live version of these songs on either Spotify or YouTube and it's really grown on me so yeah and I definitely I think I miss that kind of uh kind of atmosphere when it comes to the music industry of those big concerts um I'm gonna have to cut this part out what was I gonna say um so you were telling me before the podcast that you actually had a concert that you were thinking of going to uh, coming up. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, the concert is Morgan Wallen, it's Hardy, and then it's a 
smaller name. Um, trying to think of his name. His name is Larry Fleet. And so ever since we got the concert tickets, I'm actually in the pit um, going with my family. So I'm, this is the first time I've been in a pit for a concert, so I'm really excited for this. I saw um, Morgan Wallen, Hardy, and Ernest uh, this past fall, and it was a wonderful concert. But just the pit atmosphere is going to um, bring this concert to a whole nother level. Yeah, and some of the past uh, podcast episodes that we've talked about um, how some artists kind of make it and get their break in the music industry. Um, one of the past episodes, we talked about the rap industry and how some some artists have to kind of do that hustle where they have to get their music out. But um, something you mentioned with that the smaller name in that concert kind of uh, struck a chord with me um, is something that we haven't really talked about yet, and that's those smaller names, those opening acts coming into a concert um, and opening for a big name like Morgan Wallen. What what kind of impact do you think that could have on uh, on a small-time artist's uh, career, being able to open for such a big name? Um, so on this topic, whenever I went to the Morgan Hardy, and Ernest concert, I had no idea who Ernest was going into this. And uh, so listening to a few of his songs when he was the opening act playing, I was like, wow, this guy's pretty good and then he actually played uh, flower shops at the concert and I had no idea that he it was his song he was going to release it and um, so whenever he did release it with Morgan Wallen I mean it's obviously a huge hit and so for these you know smaller name guys getting to be these opening acts can lead to a huge career for them yeah I have to agree with you there um, something that I've, I've definitely missed seeing, especially recently, um, with COVID, we haven't really been able to have these big concerts and, um, that, that's something I really like to see coming back. Um, it's something really big. I think it's more of sort of a, a soft rock, not necessarily hard rock, more of a soft rock and a, a country kind of thing where those opening acts are coming in. Like you said, you, you didn't even know who he was. And then by the time you left, you knew one of his songs and were waiting for it to release with Morgan Wallen. So I think that that's something that we've missed the past couple of years with COVID. And I'm really excited for it to come back. Um, we've talked about concerts. What are some other ways that you uh, listen to the genres of music? You said vinyl back in, back in the day with your father, but nowadays, I mean, you're in school, um, you're listening to your own music, uh, discovering your own own taste. Um, how do you, how are you listening to that now? Uh, I listen on Spotify. So um, you know, me, you, and our other roommates, we listen to a lot of music um, in our room on the weekends on the baseball field. But whenever I'm alone, I enjoy listening to music in my car. It just relaxes me. And then um, over the summer, I enjoy going out on the lake with my family, listening to all different types of music out there. But, um, you know, it's been it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I know uh, you mentioned the lake. I know you like listening to Yacht Rock, that um, Jimmy Buffett style of music. How did, how did you get into that? Um, growing up, my parents went to a Jimmy Buffett concert in Wisconsin, um, just about every year. So my brother and I, my sister was not born yet, but my brother and I used to go up with them. We wouldn't go to the actual concerts, but we would, you know, camp out the, at the Wisconsin Dells and that was pretty cool. So growing up, listening to Jimmy Buffett, Kenny Chesney, that was, that was our jam. It definitely sounds like, uh, music has, it has been a really, um, big factor in your family life. Um, it's definitely seems like it's something that's kind of 
something that your whole family can kind of come together and, and listen to. And I know that's also something that us as, as roommates have been able to do as well. I mean, you mentioned listening to stuff by yourself in the car, and I, I definitely discover music that way by um, listening to artists and maybe artists that feature on uh, guys that I know their music. Um, but definitely listening to music with my friends and family is a big thing for me. Um, getting introduced to it um, by you or my other roommates, Harry and uh, James, um, is definitely a big way that I get introduced to that new music. Um, would you say that uh, since you've been in college and kind of moved away that, that there have been other influencing factors on your style of music? Oh, for sure. Um, music brings, brings people together, and that's the beauty of the, the whole thing about music. But, yeah, listening to music with different people kind of opens your mind to a whole new genre. I mean, I'm not huge on rap, but um, I never have been, but I do enjoy listening to that type of music with my buddies on the baseball field, getting ready for games in the weight room, stuff like that. Yeah, and I think that that is a good point. It's kind of a different um, side of music for people. Because, like, I know you enjoy listening to that soft rock, maybe the yacht rock, but like you said, that rap is almost a completely different Carter when you're listening to it. Like like you're trying to lock in for the weight room or uh, a pregame um, for a baseball game. And I think I think that's something special that nothing really can do besides music is um, bring out different sides of us, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's, it's all a mood thing. Um, like you said, in the weight room, that's a whole different – mood for me and then when I'm relaxing I'm listening to uh, just instrumental types of music uh, I'm trying to study but uh, you know whenever I'm at the beach at the lake I, it's it's all Jimmy Buffett Kenny Chesney yeah and whenever whenever I'm relaxing like that I find myself listening to a good mix of stuff but definitely that soft rock um, and yacht rock like you were mentioning um, definitely comes out to play um, so we started talking about Spotify and Spotify is something I mean, it's not something big on the the soft rock and um, yacht rock scene for the artists themselves. I mean, especially that classic rock. I mean, those artists aren't really putting their stuff out like that anymore. So you said before you liked Morgan Wallen. Um, what kind of impact do you think streaming platforms like Spotify and Apple Music have had on, on careers like his or other new artists? So the thing with Morgan Wallen, he actually started out on The Voice, and it's probably a good thing that he did not win The Voice because they would have controlled all of this type of music he's releasing. But now he's in all control about it. And, uh, you know, he's big on social media. Whenever he has an album dro album dropping, he's going to let the fans know. And so I usually stay up that night waiting for his music to drop, and I'll listen to the whole album before I go to bed. That's a kind of a reoccurring theme on the podcast that we've talked about is um, social media having a, a driving impact on the way that music is released and people hear about it nowadays, especially with the newer artists. Um, what do you think is the social media that you see stuff the most on or you get most of your information about music from? Um, I'd say Instagram and TikTok are probably the biggest two. I follow a lot of uh, these musicians on Instagram, so seeing their posts about when new, new music's coming out, when they're having their next concert, um, I just like to follow that. And then on TikTok, I see a bunch of upcoming artists, especially. These upcoming artists are using TikTok to, um, 
you know, kind of promote their music, get their name out, and then eventually, well, hopefully, they'll be uh, bigger in the future. Yeah, and that that's something else we've talked about as well is those TikTok sounds um, that people have been using. It made it, like it's not even a, an entire song. It sh- could just be five to thirty seconds of a song, and these artists are blowing up overnight over it almost, and then it launches the rest of their career. Um, there have been countless artists on TikTok that have done this, and it's something we haven't really seen before because normally for an artist to really blow up like that, um, they're going to have to have the help of like a big music company um, within the industry that knows what they're doing and knows their way around the industry, basically. And I, I mean, I'm excited to see what the future of that holds, honestly. Right. And, uh, you know, on TikTok, it's a lot of rap artists that are, um, you know, kind of going viral. But if you remember... Um, I believe it was back in October, Brooks and Dunn's uh, song Neon Moon was going around because everyone was doing that TikTok dance. And I think that's the biggest thing is getting these uh, younger people, these influencers to do these TikTok dances and get the name out for the song. Yeah. And like you said, Brooks and Dunn, that's that's not normally a, a, a group that a lot of people, a lot of younger people um, are going to be listening to unless they're really into that genre of country. But this remix that came out on TikTok really, I mean, millions of people were using it and listening to it and watching it. And I think it's just, it's crazy to see how it can connect people like that, that uh, would n- normally not listen to that kind of genre or that kind of artist. Um, one thing that ma- it makes me think about um, coming, up, coming back to Spotify is how so many different artists that are very different from each other and it, a part of different genres are all on the same platform. I think that's something we haven't seen before. Um, in the past, we've seen, I mean, them, we've seen them use the same types of mediums, whether that be like CDs or radio. But I mean, with radio, especially, it was certain stations, you know, I mean, you could turn on a rock station or a jazz station or a rap station. And I think the rise of Spotify and Apple Music on these streaming platforms themselves, it doesn't cut people off to one genre of music you know you can listen to just about anything you want right and uh i think the kind of luxury of spotify and apple music is making a playlist and um you know we sit in our room sometimes and we'll make a playlist and we just kind of we either do like a letter game where you got to have a certain letter to start the song or you got to play off the last letter of the last song that played and so i think that's just awesome you throw in different genres of music and just have a great time with your friends. Yeah, I, and we've had we've had really good times um, making those playlists. And I think that's another thing that just adds even more value to it is, say say you like two different genres, like like for you for example, like you like classic rock, and you like some newer country. You can put all those into your own playlist instead of like back in the day having to listen to one track of one artist on a CD or burning your own CDs or even listening to the radio where it's just going to be that one genre, you can combine everything that you enjoy listening to into one playlist for yourself. You can share playlists, like back to what we said earlier about um, friends having impacts on our music interests. You can send those playlists to each other and and enjoy it together, basically. Right, and uh, that's just the beauty of it all. And, uh, you know, especially to have shared playlists where other people can add songs to your playlist that's been huge with our roommates making playlists for, um, you know, the baseball team, our pregame, 
uh, we just sat there and added as many songs as we could, and it's it's been wonderful. So we talked about the impact that um, TikTok has had on new artists. I think that's probably one of the newest um, forms of of making it of of getting your music out there as far as social media goes. I mean, you've obviously got YouTube and Twitter and Instagram for all that stuff too. I think, but I think TikTok is the most different and the newest thing so far. Um, is there anything that you could possibly see evolving from TikTok or some new technology or way of uh, music coming, rising to popularity in the future? Um, there's obviously going to be something in the future. We're always growing as a community, but I think TikTok is a great way to start for these uh, younger artists trying to make a career of it. Um, you know, about a year ago, I saw a TikTok of a guy playing guitar and singing a song, and it was actually uh, Zach Bryan. And I've never heard of this guy before. Ended up looking up his music, and I listen to it almost every day now. I mean, he's a wonderful artist. And I think uh, people trying to um, make this a career can start on TikTok to kind of get their name out and have people watch their videos and maybe look them up on Spotify and Apple Music and add them to their playlist one day. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the beauty of it is like the example you used with Zach Bryan is who knows without social media, a lot of people, they, they give social media a negative rap. They they say it's it's bad for us. It's rotting our brains. It's it's too much. And, and without it, I mean, we wouldn't have access to see artists like Zach Bryan or other artists that have that have blown up um just for being wholesome you know they they make their own music and that's what they're interested in and they get the notoriety and recognition that they deserve because someone decided to pull their their camera out and take a video of them and post it and millions of people get to see it and get to see this wholesome music and wholesome content that we wouldn't have gotten to see before right and uh you know social media is, gets a gets a bad uh you know rap about how people are on there misusing the app but without social media we would not have probably half the amount of people that are famous out right now singing to us so yeah and i think i mean social media has definitely had i think it has negative effects and it has positive effects but i think especially within the music industry the way that it has brought people together it, it's unmatched you know and i mean even technology as well like we were talking about um, with the p different playlists that you can listen to with your friends. I think uh, the combination of the two have really evolved the music industry into something really beautiful, something that connects people um, on a deeper level, you know, especially during like COVID, for example. I mean, we weren't able to, to be together and hang out all the time, but you could still, you could still send people things on social media and, and show people different things that you might be interested in that they could potentially be interested in. Right. And going back to your com or comment on COVID, uh, during that lockdown, many of these artists actually had live concerts on their social media platforms. And um, I mean, that got me through a lot listening to, uh, I know Luke Combs did it a lot. And just listening to his concerts kind of got you away from the whole COVID-19 thing and got you in this whole new world looking forward to concerts coming back.
Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that, I mean, social media, the, the biggest thing naysayers have about it um, negative is that it's not a face-to-face thing. But like you said, these the live concerts like that and the ability to send it to send music and playlists back and forth from one another, I think that that allows people to connect on a level that um, they probably never would have been able to, especially during times like uh, COVID-19 when we couldn't see each other. Right. All right, well, that's all we've got for you this week on Are You Listening? Uh, Thank you to Carter Ballstat for joining me this week. Um, Be sure to check out our Instagram at areyoulisteningpod or our blog located at inaaron1227.wixsite.com forward slash mysite-1. Again, that's inaaron1227.wixsite.com forward slash mysite-1. Thank you for listening to Are You Listening? with No Aaron. If you want to listen to some more episodes, be sure to be looking out for each new episode, which debuts every Friday at 1 p.m.